Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. 2-1, no, excuse me, 4-1 Mets over the Yankees in the bottom of the third, round one of the Subway series. We still hope to catch up with Dave Maloney. We're not giving up hope. We're not giving up hope. Hopefully we'll find him and track him down. We hope he's okay. Come on and talk a little Ranger head coaching news with us. He said he would. I don't know if we said something to offend him. I hope not. We love Dave. Um, But nevertheless, let's talk a little NBA because season's over, right? The NBA season is now a thing of the past. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets, worthy champions, which means no more abbreviated shows for us. Now we got to work. No more interruptions by the NBA Finals or the NBA playoffs. We got full shows, baby. You, me, the whole nine yards. No more sitting through basketball games. Harvey's excited about that. He can't wait. Oh, he loves the fact that we have shows now. He doesn't have to sit there and watch basketball games and wait for them to be over so he can go home. He gets real shows to have to deal with here. But all kidding aside, you know, even though Denver wins last night, and and look, that's going to be the overriding theme, of course. But I got to give Miami a lot of credit. I, I, I really do, because... The way they played last night, it was fait complete that they were going to lose, right? It was Denver's series, Denver's championship. The game was in Denver last night, so they were going to celebrate in front of their fans. Miami was just a small obstacle that stood in the way. They, they were an inconvenience for the Denver Nuggets. But they led for the majority of that game, right? And who would have thought? I think that, you know, Denver to me looked like they were a little tight. They shot the ball horribly from three, and they were getting good looks, like really, really good looks, and they just wouldn't go. That, to me, was a team that was a little tight that they could kind of, they could taste it, right? They knew what potentially could happen at the end of the night. They were so excited they couldn't go out there and actually execute the things they were supposed to, which then would get you that championship. And the game turned into a rock fight because of it. You know, this was not the NBA games that we've come to expect, where it's just both teams well over 100 points. It's offense, 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 three-point shooting. It's complete opposite. You know, neither team could buy a bucket there for a while. Denver couldn't make a three until, like, midway through the third quarter. They started that game last night one out of 16 from three. The only man ended up making up five of them. Missed a ton of free throws. So, I mean, this was a game that, you're a Nuggets fan, you're going to love it, right? You won your first championship. It's a night you'll always remember, but was it a well-played game? No, it wasn't. Not at all. I, I mean, Denver struggled for large chunks of that basketball game. And for the life of me, I don't understand something. You know, maybe the Heat or Eric Spolstra or somebody could give a proper explanation. But why did they make such a big deal all day long about Tyler Hero being available for the game? Finally was cleared. The hand is okay. It's going to be available for the Heat off the bench. He's going to play. He's going to play. He's going to play. Never got off the bench once. Never even saw the floor. And meantime, you got veterans logging 30-plus minutes of action last night. Guys who have been played way more than they should have 
throughout this postseason run. And I understand that, you know, Tyler Hero is somebody who hasn't played in a couple of months and somebody that maybe you just don't want to throw in there because it might upset the apple cart and, you know, whatever rust he might have to work off and yada, yada, yada. But last night, like, did you see the start of the fourth quarter? I mean, this is still a tight game. Spolster goes to Cody Zeller. And you know how that worked out? He played about one minute. Denver went on a 5-0 run. Crowd got back into it. And then Spolster had to call a timeout. And said, enough is enough of the Cody Zeller experiment. I, 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 was, I even tweeted it out. I said, you know, that's a bold strategy, Cotton. Cody Zeller, first time all night in a fourth quarter in a winnable game with your season on the line. But this is a coronation, not even so much for the Nuggets, but for Jokic, and deservedly so. He was really the one constant again last night while the rest of that team struggled, and it's refreshing. You know, he's not a superstar that clamors for the spotlight, right? People were, you know, having some fun at his expense afterward, and, you know, talking about now I just want to go home, it's over. He accomplished the job, and he's entitled to that. Guy's been the best player in the NBA for how many years? He's put in the work. He's put in the time. You know what? Mission accomplished. That's all that this thing is about. And in a culture and in an era, and even in our little medium here of Sports Talk Radio, championships are so much of the priority that that defines a guy's legacy, right? To so many folks, fairly or unfairly, and I don't necessarily subscribe to that. But it's always, what do you do on the biggest stage? And if you're Nikola Jokic, you know what? You have all those MVPs. You have all the first-team NBAs, all-stars, the whole nine yards, triple-doubles. But he didn't have that ring. Now he's got the ring. So he has that collective shut-up that you can throw at any critic from here on out. And it was his team. It's not like he went and joined some other club or met up with his buddies in another city. No. He stuck it out. He toughed it out. Went through the adversity. Learned from prior missteps. And now they're sitting on top of the NBA world. You know, Jimmy Butler struggled last night, too, most of the night. Um, and he didn't really have a great series. He didn't. Bam Adebayo was the best Miami Heat player in this NBA Finals. You want to say that Jimmy was hampered a little bit by the ankle? Maybe. Right? But who is 100% healthy when you play this late into the season? When you're playing well over 100 games? You know, he had that bad turnover in the final minute. That was just, you know, that's a mental error. And as I said, you play a lot of baseball and you go through all that stuff. You know, that's bound to happen once in a while. It just happened at the most inopportune time for the Miami Heat. And, you know, there was another lesson, too, learned in this whole journey for the Denver Nuggets. And I think it's an important one as well. How about Michael Malone, the head coach? This is a guy who's paid his dues. Stuck it out with the franchise. And that's the value of sticking around with one head coach. Because nowadays, like, we're so reactionary. Whether it's fans, whether it's media, whether it's anybody. Right? It's the value of sticking to the program and to the plan that you put in place. This was Michael Malone's eighth year with the Denver Nuggets. Eighth year. He didn't win any championships before this one. How many coaches get the opportunity to stick around in one job for that long without delivering a championship? And not only that, not even getting to the NBA Finals. How many guys are fortunate enough to keep a job? Doesn't happen very often. And think about this, too. 
Michael Malone, first three years at the helm, they missed the playoffs. They missed the playoffs each of the first three years. More often than not, a coach gets fired if you don't make the playoffs in three tries. They move on from you. Well, you know, we don't have the right guy. We're not going to run this thing back for a fourth year if it didn't pay any dividends in the first three. Last year, remember, they lost in the first round. They got upset. And yet the ownership stuck with them. And look what happened. You won a world championship. He delivered on the promise that he made when you hired him all those years ago. He remember once upon a time, remember, he was the head coach in Sacramento, and they shut him the door after a year and a half. And maybe it's really not that big of a surprise because Sacramento goes through coaches like I go through socks, right? And they finally haven't gotten it right until this past year. So every, every fan out there, whether you're talking about your favorite manager in Aaron Boone or your favorite football coach, your favorite hockey coach, basketball coach, you know, even basketball, how many Nick fans did I talk to all season long that wanted Tibbs gone? Tibbs has got to go. He's the wrong coach for this team. Oh, you know, they're never going to win with Tibbs. Blah, 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 blah. See Michael Malone. Eight years. Eight years. Three of them at the beginning, no playoffs. And you stick it out. Right? Because you believe in the plan. You believe in the program. And you get to the ultimate goal. That, to me, makes it even more satisfying. Say in a case of, like, a guy parading in because he's got great players and, you know, first year on the job, hey, wins the championship. Nope. They all went through this together. That's why it's satisfying. So congrats to Denver. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. But some of this fallout, too, with Jokic is funny. And I'll tell you what I'm talking about when we return. We also want to get into some football, too, this hour. Giants had minicamp today. Jets making another addition to their defense. How about that? Even though they're on summer vacation. Cross the show, we roll till 10 right here on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this, too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. I'll tell you, Yankees draw a little bit closer now. It's 5-3 to three because guess what happened? Max Scherzer hung another slider. Wouldn't you know it? This time, DJ LeMayhew, two-run jack to left field. So it's 5-3 Mets. 
in the top of the fourth thing. This game is far from over. What did I say, Harvey? What did I say about like a half an hour ago that this game with with the over-under? You mentioned ten and a half. Yeah. And uh, given how bad these teams have been the past week, I think you, you, it's going to be blown out the water. I, I, I think that's a safe assumption. What are we aware of? The eight runs now. More than half the game still to play. Both pitchers are like a 60 pitches over. I, I, I mean, like, and really, like, who is Scherzer fooling at this point? When Here's the problem. When you have diminished velocity on your fastball, which clearly he does, right? He can't throw as hard as he used to. Your breaking stuff is not going to seem all that different to the guy in the batter's box, right? It's, I mean, it's as simple as that. Look at this. Average fastball velocity this season for Scherzer. By the fourth inning, it's down to 92 miles an hour. So if you're if if you're going to cock back and you can only throw at 92 and then you're going to hang a slider to somebody and it's going to be in the low 80s is 10 miles an hour difference really dramatic enough for a major league hitter to where you're going to fool him is it that's why they're tattooing them. that's why the Braves did it last week and that's why the Yankees have done it here and a couple of cracks already tonight Oh, buckle up. We are in for a long, long night. In case you didn't know that. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. So, do you hear this comment from Nikola Jokic after the game last night? You know, part of the celebration. Here, here, here was Jokic after winning his first NBA championship. You said after the Lakers win, you said you were surprised that you didn't feel more. So I'm curious what you are feeling right now and if you're looking forward to a parade coming up in Denver. Men's parade? Thursday. No. <laughs> I need to go home. A- <laughs> he, you know what? So what? Like, people are making a big deal about that. As if, you know, he, he, so, so let me get this straight. Guy goes out there has a performance in the finals that few have ever had in the history of the NBA, right? Brings the city their first ever championship. What more does he have to do? What more does he have to do? He likes racing horses in Serbia. It's one of his hobbies. He looks forward to that. He's got a big race coming up on Sunday. Obviously, he's going to be able to make the parade on Thursday, and then I'm sure the next morning he'll leave to go to Serbia. He was just joking around, unless he plans on swimming there. But I'm sure that air travel is sophisticated enough nowadays to where if he boards a plane on Friday morning from Denver, he will get to Serbia by Sunday to be able to make the horse race. Right? I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't have the flight map in front of me. But I think that they could probably pull that off. Remember a couple of people were trying to poke holes at Jokic because... Oh, you know, what did the one guy say? That if he was American, he'd be a bigger star. And I said that's a bunch of garbage because it has nothing to do with where he's from and what his passport says. All right? He's just somebody that does not hog the spotlight. He doesn't really enjoy it. He doesn't necessarily need to be in commercials and all these other things. The dude would rather just go about his business, clock in at the office, kick ass, be better than everybody else, win a championship, punch out, and go home and put his feet up. 
Nothing more, nothing less. And now we're criticizing this guy? Please. Please, please, please. Finals are underway tonight, at least uh, the hockey side of things. Panthers, Golden Knights, like we told you. A Vegas victory. And they are the champions for the first time in the history of their franchise. See if they get it done tonight. No Matthew Kachuk for the Florida Panthers. Let us go back to the phones. Jose is in Brooklyn. He is up next here on 98.7. Jose, good evening, sir. How are you? Good evening, Mr. Graza. Checking in on you with the Subway Series as I'm watching it right now. And just then I got to see LeMahieu home run, and I'm like, okay, this is actually going to be a game. Yeah, hopefully Uh, you bet the over. Uh, yeah, yeah. With these two lineups, I, 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 that 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 would really, you know, get Vegas. Vegas more like these two pitchers. <laughs> these pitchers are garbage. That's why. Exactly. <laughs> so I, do, I wanted to definitely bring that up. I do. I do think that you know I would not be surprised if you know the Yankees. I told you before, I would not be surprised if the Yankees totally wet the bed and you know a lot of the Mets to win these series like they kind of usually do in the middle middle of the season. But I definitely wanted to get that point out there. And also, um, you know, yeah, I, I totally agree with you with this jokeish stuff. I'm just like people. I'm like. People don't realize that, see, that this is either part of his personality and some of his delivery is his deadpan personality. I'm not understanding why people are getting up in arms that he's, you know, jokingly saying he's not going to be at the Denver parade. He's going to be at the parade. Calm down, guys. Yeah, <laughs> and, and people are like, like, like they're freaking out about this as if, like, they're the ones putting the parade on themselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And that's the hilarious part about it. It, it. It's been hilarious and been a nice, um, good, good um, listen. But also wanted to ask your opinion on, you know, with uh, with with what with you know the NBA season being over. What do you think is going to be within the mix of the Knicks? Because you know, I know you said I know you're a big Joel and B guy, but is there another guy that you're possibly looking at? Well, well, I'll tell you this, Jose. First of all, flexibility wise. Okay, in terms of them being able to go out there and do something, they don't really have a lot of flexibility. They don't have a lot of cap space. So if you're talking about them making a major move, it's going to have to be the trade. You know, the trade trade, variety. Because all all they have is like the mid-level exception to spend. So you're not going to be able to get yourself a big-time difference maker with that kind of money unless they absolutely want to play for charity. You know, people are throwing the Chris Paul name out there. And I'm, I'm saying to myself, why Chris? Oh, like, no, I, I, I want no and, part of that. Let him just go to L.A. Start, and can we stop talking about KP? I'm just, like, like oh, I keep seeing that all over my feed, and it's just ridiculous. Dude, thanks like, for taking my call, Dan. Jose, thanks for the phone call. A thousand percent right. A thousand, like, the KP stuff, I mean, guys, come back to us. I mean, I mean, like, just for clarification, Right. We all watch the games, right? I mean, we didn't just start watching the Knicks like five minutes ago. Like, he was a part of this team, right? Never was available. Never was healthy. Never played. Really defined an era of Knicks basketball, which was forgettable. And then when he left, you know, I had those like cryptic social media posts. Like, why do you want to run it back? Like, don't you want to move past that era? Right? What are we going to do next? Bring uh, KP back and rehire Jeff Hornacek? Maybe see if he can get Dave Fisdale waiting in the wings as the successor? Like, I I just don't understand. Why do you want to run that back? The wound is not even healed yet. 
I, I, I can't see that. I mean, I, I, no. That, that, that's a hard no. I'm sorry. You just can't do it. Can't. Let's say hi to Tommy in Connecticut up next. Tom, how are you? Yeah, good evening. What's up, bud? What is up, Tom? How's things? Um, I don't know. I'm actually seeing some, like, runs being scored in a baseball game, like, you know, with to keep it topical with Pat Sajak retiring. And Yankees feel like they couldn't have bought a run over the weekend. But Well, you know what it is, uh, Tom? Both of, let's, let's tell it like it is. We're friends, right? Both of these teams yes, are just god-awful. That, that's what it is. And, and, and I, I said at the beginning of the show, one of two things was going to happen. It was either one of these pitchers was going to get on track going up against these inept lineups, or the inept lineups were going to get going because they were going up against two shoddy pitchers. And it's the latter. Yeah, I mean, I, like I was having a conversation with my father you know, earlier in the day about I said, both of these games are going to be 2-1, one nothing, it, it, and all of a sudden it's, what's it, 5-4 already? 5-4, yep. <laughs> uh, but I, 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 a little bit of life ain't the worst thing in the world, though. No, uh, you, you know, at least, at least it's a little bit more watchable than it usually is. I know, some of these have been just the dregs. Uh, and uh, what do you, what's, what's your feeling on uh, Florida got a chance? No, 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 it's, o- it's over. And especially, I mean, tonight, without Matthew Kachuk, I mean, like I said, the the only shot Florida has to even win this game tonight is Bobrovsky is going to have to stand on his head and, and, and do cartwheels to be able to win them this game. That's the only way. That's, that, that's, I think that's it. I mean, he, and he's had some, he's had some wonders. The one that he, I forget whether it was game, was it game four or game three? He was like out of position. He made this kick save. Not even with his skate on the ground, he had his leg like two feet in the air, and he made made it with the with the uh, he's he can be it, but I I just think Vegas has too much firepower, and they're big, they're it, really it, big. It's their time. It's their time. Uh, the bottom line. And, and Tommy, thanks for the phone call. And by the way, uh, so what excuses are we going to make tonight about Max Scherzer? Tell me, because he was given a five-one lead, and is promptly given it back in an inning. I mean, my phone is like buzzing off the hook right now. I mean, I, you know, it's six five Yankees. How do you spell done? How do you spell shot? S C H E R Z E R. I mean, what a pathetic, pathetic display. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll come back. Dan Grosser Show, 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. That's why I love these shows. These shows are great. Like, you never know. Like, you could sit there and map things out and, you know, what you're going to talk about, what you want to hit on and all these different things. And then as the events are happening and unfolding in real life, the show kind of takes a detour. And exactly right, right now in the Subway series. And case in point, the Mets, and Max Scherzer in particular. Guys, I know that it's June 13th. I know that there's still a lot of baseball left. But if you guys are watching the same baseball that I'm watching, and been watching it as many years as I've been watching baseball, you'd have a real difficult time. You'd be hard-pressed to sit here and try to convince me that Max Scherzer is not absolutely cooked like your Thanksgiving turkey. What more evidence do you need? What more proof do you need? All right, last week in Atlanta, okay, gave him a big lead, couldn't hold on to it. But that's the Atlanta Braves, right? They had a 4-1 to lead, and then he gave it right back. Hung a couple of breaking balls, but that's the Braves. It's on the road Braves are the standard, best team in the division, maybe the best team in the National League, the whole nine yards. You know, it happens. It happens. This Yankee lineup tonight that doesn't have Judge, that doesn't have Jeter, that doesn't have Tino, that doesn't have Bernie, that doesn't have Mantle, that doesn't have Maris, that doesn't have Ruth, DiMaggio, any friggin' ghost you want to bring up. This Yankee lineup stinks. And Max Scherzer was given... A 5-1 to one lead. 5-1 to one lead. And in the fourth inning, gives it all right back. Let me see, Max. What are you going to dive into the bag of tricks to try to fool these hitters with? You're going to try to blow a 92-mile-an-hour fastball by them in the fourth inning? Ooh, I'm sure they're not going to be able to catch up to that. Newsflash. Guys that are in the big leagues, they can hit a fastball. That's why they're in the big leagues. The ones that can't hit breaking balls and stuff, they're the ones that are in the minor leagues. Anybody can hit a fastball. At a 92-mile-an-hour fastball, I can hit. Wait, okay, so I'm not going to be able to blow one right past the hitters. Let me go to my off-speed stuff. Hmm, not when your off-speed stuff is only a few miles per hour less than what your fastball is. Who are you fooling? Didn't you learn that in Atlanta last week? When they were just sitting on your breaking balls and they were hitting them out of the damn state? You want the scariest part of this whole thing? The scariest part. Do you? You think it's bad now? How about this? And I hope Steve Cohen's listening. Steve Cohen might not even know. You know, Steve Cohen's still sitting there talking to Joel Sherman. He hasn't shut up yet. 
talking about the mental errors and talking about, you know, I'm not going to blow everything up and blah, 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 blah. Hopefully Joel Sherman's got him cornered in the owner's box right now at City Field. Here's the scariest part of the whole thing. You ready? Max Scherzer, who next year he's going to be, let's see, what, a year older. What is he going to be, 39, 40, whatever it is. A year older, and he's got a $43 million player option for next season. How about that? And remember, player option. That is the key term, boys and girls, because a player option means the player is the one who has to decide to opt in. What idiot would not decide to, yeah, I'll get paid $43 million. Mets are stuck with them. They're stuck with them. A guy who is throwing batting practice against the Punch and Judy Yankees. The Yankees who scored how many runs this weekend against the Boston Red Sox? They scored seven runs in three games against the Red Sox. They've almost equaled that tonight in four innings off of Max Scherzer. And it gets better, folks. Justin Verlander goes tomorrow. Let's do a little back to the future, shall we? Because, you know, we're not just going to say, we don't say outlandish things on this show. We try to provide some context, okay? Two years ago, what year is that? 2021? I can't even remember anymore. Time flies when you're having fun, and I'm having fun. 2021, Max Scherzer got traded Nationals to the Dodgers midseason. And he was really good for the Dodgers for the majority of his time in August and September. But then late in the year, he wore down. And he had nothing left. And then when they got to the playoffs in October, he didn't have anything left. Remember, he couldn't make that start for the Dodgers? When they needed him to pitch, he couldn't pitch. All right? He ran out of gas. Then the Mets signed him to that gargantuan contract last year. What happened last year? He spent, what, two times on the injured list. Late in the season, when the Mets needed him more than anything, which is why they're giving him $43 million a year, they went down to Atlanta to win one freaking game to win the division, and he spit the bit. In the game that they needed him the most, he was terrible. And then he gets game one start in the playoffs. First playoff game for the Mets in God knows how long. And he was terrible against the Padres. You know why? Because he wore down. Now... Forget about September. Forget about October. We're just getting into the summertime. And he's already shot. And he's already been suspended for cheating this year. To try to do anything he can to maybe pitch like the guy he used to be. And the other 40-year-old is pitching tomorrow. Don't worry. I mean, this is unbelievable. Like, we've seen guys over time lose it. Lose it out of nowhere. Right? Out of absolutely nowhere. Like, you can't believe it. But this one is surprising. It it really and truly is. But maybe, you know what? This is like a public service reminder for the rest of baseball. Because the 29 other teams are probably looking at the Mets here and they're like, Wow. So, you mean you shouldn't give a 40-year-old 
all that money? You mean you shouldn't sign old players and, like, build your whole team around them? Hopefully the Jets aren't saying the same thing, you know, come the football season. That would be icing on the cake, would it not? Knock on wood. Where's the wood? Because I think it would be too much fun for yours truly. I got to deal with it week in and week out. Mets have already put a damper on the summer. I don't need my football season ruined either. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. But, Harvey, that's not going to happen. I won't allow it to happen. Football season's not going to be ruined. I promise you. I would have had you removed by security. Robert's in Manhattan. He's up next. Robert, how are you? (laughs) If I didn't know any better, I think I'd watch it. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Third base. This is hard. I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. If you're a Yankee fan, like, do you actually feel good about this? Like, it's you know almost what? like you you're, know you're crying on the week. You want, Dan, you want to know what? Yeah. Since I'm neither a Mets nor a Yankee fan, my only non-consolation is they both can't lose. Somebody's got to win. I think this game's going to go 11 to 12, 10 or something. Look, you know what this is? I know this is the Subway Series. You know what this is to me? This is the Flotsam Jetsam Bowl. This is the Futility Bowl. There's an old Hasidic proverb, 18th century. I tracked this down once to a friend of mine, a rabbi. And the proverb says, you can put all the beards you want, the fanciest beards on a goat. But after 20 years, he's still a goat and he'll never be a rabbi. This is, uh, I'm sorry for the Yankees and the Mets. And look, I'm going to make a prediction about this series. So Severino is still there. I'm surprised he's still there. Scherzer is gone. I make you a bet tomorrow that at least one of those two pitchers will be gone by the third or fourth inning. I, I mean, I'm enjoying myself, and I don't even know what's happening in Vegas, by the way. Uh, nothing. No score midway through nothing. the first. No, no score. Yeah, and I have a question for you, by the way. I'm, I'm trying to listen to scores. Do you know if the Rays and the Braves are playing tonight? I don't know what their scores are either. What, Robert, what is this, like sports phone? What, no, are we back I, on sports I, phone? Robert, do you have an internet connection? Do you have Wi-Fi? No, I do, do not. Have... No, I do not. I don't have a computer. I'm one of those 67 people in this space-time continuum who doesn't. So you don't, have, you don't have internet? You don't have a smartphone? You don't have anything like that? No, no. I've got a landline. I've got a cell phone, and I do not even have a smartphone. Wow. Sorry about Robert, that. Robert, you got it. Robert, I need you to catch up to 2023. Yeah, for me. I know, I know. Robert, you've got to. No, I mean, I mean I'm serious. <laughs> like, you've got to. Well, you've got to. Okay. Maybe in my next life. But anyway, all right, I'll find out somehow. No, there's no, what, no scores know, yet. Tampa Bay plays later on tonight, and, and the Braves are in a rain delay right now. They haven't even played against the Detroit Tigers. There is a, a Mets Yankees score, though. Unfortunately, as we've been talking about. How does Robert not have any smart devices, Wi-Fi? Like, how could somebody function without the Internet this day and age? one nothing Vegas, by the way. Shorthanded goal. It's over. Right? I mean, like, what? How, how is that possible? Imagine if we turn Robert onto the world of online shopping. How that could change his life. How long do you think you could function, Harvey, without the internet? Oh man, you know, 
it takes me back because one of our professors back in university had this assignment where you had to go um, a full day without technology. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. He was one of those guys. He said no phone. How long did you go? Oh, man, I probably went into the night. I, I just read books and... Did you have to use, like, candlelight and stuff like that, or were you out to lose... Uh, did you use electricity? No, I think I, um... I think I just I warmed my hands to like the the floor surface and that was it. <laughs> he like he like lit a fire, lit a fire in the room. Oh my gosh, I feel bad for this guy now. Like, no, I, I feel. Right. Do we have any like guys? I don't know this, but I'm just like throwing it out there into the universe. Do we have any promotions where we like give away Wi-Fi or internet to to listeners? I would hope so. How about our next like station giveaway? Forget about like a trip to a baseball game and winning tickets. How about like we give away Wi-Fi and like Robert could win. Right. Like, let's not give away cars or anything. It's I'll just... go talk to sales. Uh, you know, I'll say, we got this guy. He's a loyal listener. He calls all the time. The guy doesn't even have a computer. He doesn't have an internet. It doesn't have to be, like, an expensive one. Just get him a nice working computer and internet. I guarantee you, though, Robert, like you said, he's 67. If that's the first time he's ever been on a computer and the first time he's ever been online, he's going to be one of those guys that once he gets on and figures out how to work it, he probably won't leave his house for like four weeks straight just because he's going to be captivated by this online world. I got to wonder how... And that's frightful, actually. I got to wonder how often he's been asking for sports scores. Yeah, what is that? I mean, sp- sports, you know, like, I mean sports one, phone went away a long time ago. <laughs> Don LaGreca alumni of sports phone. That was even before my time. I, I don't even remember sports phone. Unless I was just oblivious to things like that at that age. I don't know. 800-919-3776. We will get to the football, by the way. For those that are listening and awaiting that, Giants minicamp, Jets make a roster signing today. But yeah, the theatrics, the circus of the Subway Series, 6-5 Yankees in the fifth inning. Grasso Show till 10, right here on 98.7 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. 6-5 Yankees over the Mets in the bottom of the fifth inning. You know, lost in the um, rant that we went on there. What did I say to you? I, when we were talking about the, uh, the over, I said, what, taking over 10 and a half or whatever, and we're ready at 11 in the fifth inning, right? Yeah, we blew past that Yeah, one. we blew, blew past that. It's like we weren't even watching the road. We blew right past it. Road was closed. We said, no thanks. Right through. Eli, Washingtonville. He's up next to on 98.7. What's up, Eli? Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, I've been listening to your rant. And to tell you the truth, I actually feel sorry for the Mets as a Yankee fan. It's just like <laughs> this guy, you know, <laughs> it's just like, you know, this guy's dream was to, you know, he grew up a fan. You know, he, he's well off. You know, it's just, you just have to feel sorry for the guy. Listen, his mistake was you don't hire a GM that in the past had a cash cow owner and still couldn't build the championship team. Now, Epler has to be gone. He can't get a guy like Cashman that you have to pay, you know, uh, for his mistakes, you know, that he, that he makes mm-hmm. just because you have money. You have to go 
go to the, the you know the Tampa Bay Rays organization, the Houston Astros, uh, the Atlanta Braves. Go to their front office and see if you can entice one of those guys with your money. Well, here's Eli. Here's here's where they're going, and and every it, it's the worst kept secret in baseball. If and the way things are trending right now, there's a, a strong probability that it's going to happen. But if the Mets make a change next year to run baseball operations, it's either going to be they're going to try to pry Theo Epstein out of the commissioner's office again. And if not him, they're going to get David Stearns, the guy who was running baseball ops for the Milwaukee Brewers all those years. His contract expires after this season, so he'll be free to sign with anybody. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, he just needs to fight them, find the right GM because this is a disaster. You know, just you, you, you pay two pitchers that were in almost in their 40s. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. And expect look, I don't, I don't know what Verlander did in in Houston, where you know in Houston, almost every pitcher that goes there and every hitter becomes like. You know, a superstar. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what – maybe they, they have something in their Kool-Aid or something. But <laughs> it, it, it's just it's just sad to watch this. You know, it's like, listen, I'm a Yankee fan, and I trust me, I can't stand Brian Cashman. Like, I want I want Brian Cashman just to, like, either get promoted and, to a higher position. How can he get just... any higher? If he gets any higher, he'd own the team. <laughs> listen, they basically – they've in, given I... the dude, like, the keys to the castle, basically. <laughs> but listen, man, it's just you can't have higher GMs like that. They're spoiled with money, so they can make the mistakes and and expect the owner just to throw money at the mistakes. You know, like you know the Donaldson or the Ellsbury or, or mistakes like that. You have to get a, a GM that is smart, knows how to deal with analytics right, and knows how to scout. Point, point plain and simple. Yeah, I, I mean, look, and, and Eli, thanks for the phone call, and I, I got a kick out of Eli's call. I did. Like the Yankee, look, the Yankees have a lot of problems right now, right? If if the Yankees were playing a, a competent team tonight, they might be down nine to one, right? Like, I mean, there's a good chance that they'd probably be losing this game nine to one instead of winning right now. But the fact that a Yankee fan like Eli called up and started like laughing and saying that he felt ba- and it was legitimate. It was legit sincerity. Like, I feel bad for the Mets. That was heartfelt. Like, I I felt that. And the Mets have actually tied the game, believe it or not, in the fifth inning. So it's like, I mean, these teams stink. They both stink. Didn't you think that was legit, Harvey? Like, when he, I mean, like, I could, I, I started to get, like, all warm and fuzzy on the inside. That's how it made me feel. It was either that or the dinner I had, one or the other. Wow. That dinner is going to end up somewhere. I hope not. Yeah. You, you were tickled by that. Yeah. But he was legit, you know? And, and you know, I, I brought up the name over the weekend, I think it was. Like Roberto Alomar. To me, that's the one that's – and look, there's a lot of examples. You want to go back even further, I mean, there's a lot of guys. But, like, semi-recent history – you know, people bring up Jason Bay, but Jason Bay was hurt. Jason Bay was never the player that Roberto Al- Roberto Alomar was arguably the best second baseman of his generation. First ballot, surefire Hall of Famer, tremendous player. Like, checked all the boxes. Roberto Alomar, in 2001 with Cleveland, he finished third in the AL MVP. Even though he was getting up there in years, but he was still extremely productive. Mets trade form, comes over to New York in 2002, and he shot 
shot. What is it about the Mets? Whenever you get these guys that had Hall of Fame careers elsewhere, they put the Met uniform on, and they're garbage. David in New York City is up next. David, good evening. How are you? Hey, I'm, I'm doing well. You know, I wanted to uh, I wanted to just throw something out there and get your opinion on it. I'm walking. I'm watching the Denver Nuggets win. Yes. And I'm watching this. Uh, I'm watching this guy who puts his, you know, brings his lunchbox to work, wears a suit to his games, and really is all about the sport and the craft of being a professional basketball player. And you know, the thought that I had, sadly enough. I'm thinking about Zion Williamson and Morant and how they got paid a lot of money and they're basically just flushing their careers down the toilet. And I just think that this victory... Well, Zion's flushing it someplace that, else. I'm, I'm, the fact that Joker right now has done what he's done and all these other European basketball players have come here and gotten success at a championship level in very young careers, I guarantee you there's going to be a shift in recruiting, NBA teams are going to start investing millions of dollars more in trying to find those gems mm-hmm. that are over there in the European basketball system. And let me tell you who's on notice. I think a lot of basketball programs, and I think a lot of players, no matter how talented they are, I think American players are going to come under the scope, regardless of how talented they are, because you can see that these organizations that really go out and scout and really stick with a formula and really, you know, stay the course and invest time, they don't have time for people who are going to come here and have issues sleeping with a million girls or flashing guns. They're going to want to to revert back to how basketball really was right in that area of the 80s and the 90s. Everybody came to work, and they should be applauding the guy like that, like the guy Jokic and and Denver, they should be applauding his. It's not about him avoiding the spotlight. He's just like a, a great athlete, a great basketball player. Yeah, we should be appreciating him and valuing him because that's the direction you know anybody would want you know the league to go to. Now, anyway, sorry if I was too long winded. No. Dave, that's, that's a good thought. call. It's a good call, and you come from a good place. I'll I'll get into it when we come back because i got to get a break here. But it's interesting the point you bring up about the international players and how the NBA tends to target some of them, at least in terms of the draft. It used to be extremely prevalent not too long ago. But maybe we're kind of going away from that in recent years. I don't know if one guy is necessarily going to tip the scales back in the other favor because you're not going to be able to just you know buy a plane ticket, go over to Europe, and find the next Nikola Jokic. He's a once-in-a-generation player. 800-919-3776. We've got to get into the football still as well. Dan Grasser Show, 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs>